I really just want to close up this morning. I don't really have, goodness gracious, anything to say. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. I have notes, and I am not going to use any of them because the Spirit of God used my sister this morning to just repeat a lot of what I wanted to exhort you guys with. And But I do want to say, I do want to say, Just back there, so broken and, and happy. Jesus. Because this weekend almost didn't happen. This weekend, you guys are here, and this weekend was planned, but this almost didn't happen. You know, the enemy had another plan for this weekend. Right. And so the fact that you're here, the fact that you're inspired. The fact that you got this rich, rich food this weekend, that's, that's God. That's because he doesn't want you to stay where you're at. He doesn't want me to stay where I'm at. But he wants me to go forth and then realize that, God, you called me to be obedient in the ordinary and the extraordinary. And so I want to be obedient in every aspect of life, like with my family, with my kids. And then I know God will give me more as I obey. But... I just know that you're not here by accident. This weekend is not planned. Is, is not an accident. You know, Sophia said, you know, when, when tragedy hits, when we feel crushed, we either we either freak out or we focus. And you know, the beginning of this year, I had an opportunity to freak out, and that's why I say this this weekend almost didn't happen. Um, because God in his sovereignty decided that I would be diagnosed with MS. Mm. And I almost wanted to say, God, I, I don't want to do any more of this stuff. You know, I don't know mm. Come on. what's next. Mm. But I know that God is sovereign, and I know that he has my future ahead. Yes. Yes. And I know that he can use my pain for other women. And so I just, I say that because I don't want you guys, I don't want any of us to get all of this rich food. Mm. And rich food, will, you know, too much rich food will get us sick. Yeah. But we got to get it out. Yeah. We can't just get all this good stuff and not be obedient about yeah. it. You see? Like, I didn't, I'm not going through what I'm going through and, and, and still say, you know what, no, but God, I know you have a plan for yeah. this retreat for nothing. Okay? So please, you know, just thinking about the pledge of his promises, so please cling to the great physician and his prescriptions for you. But you've got to sit and hear from him. we got to sit, we got to pray, we got to fast and say, God, what do, you, what do you have for me? What do you want me to cling to? Because, you know, it's not just going to come easy. I forgot it. I have, a, I have an easy button. I was going to bring it up here, and I press this, and that was easy. It would be nice if things were just that easy, right? But it's not, and we got to keep pressing in and say, God, what do you, what do you have for me? God, why, why is this happening, Lord? I, I want to trust you. I, I, I don't want to freak out. I want to, I want to focus. I want to know that my, my flesh and my heart may fail, mm. but God is my portion forever, yes. and I'm going to cling to those promises. Yes. And so, what are the promises that you need to cling to? You know, she gave you this, this prescription pad. And I was thinking about, you know, what are some of the things that we, you need to write down? 
I'll give you an opportunity to do that. You know, if you if you say, you know, when you are doubting, what is your prescription when you're doubting? You're going to say Isaiah 33, 6. You're doubting whether God can use you. You're doubting what's happening in your life right now, what season you're in. You're going to quote Isaiah 33, 6, and he will be the stability of your times. He's the stability. Abundance of salvation, wisdom, and knowledge. The fear of the Lord is Zion's treasure. So I can say, God, I don't know what's next. I don't know what's going to happen to my body. But my, my stability is in you. You're anxious. Your anxious heart is, 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 is causing you to feel anxiety. And you don't know where to turn to. You're going to turn to Philippians 4, 6 to 7. Philippians 4, don't be anxious about anything. But in everything... By prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, you start being thankful for things, God will change your anxious heart. God, thank you. Thank you for this. Thank you for, thank you that you've made me even with this, this illness, God. Because I know it's for your glory. You're going to use that. I know you're not going to waste my pain. Because that, that comes with a promise. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. And you say it. And you say it again, and you say it again until you can hear him whisper and give peace over you. If you're fearful, so many people in scripture felt, I'm ordinary, and I can't do what God is calling me to do. And I think of what God told Moses. My favorite thing God told Moses, it says, he said, I am with you. I am with you. I go with you. So when you're fearful, you're going to say Zephaniah 3.17. The Lord your God is with you. And he is mighty to save. He will take great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love. And he will rejoice over you with singing. That will be your prescription when you're filled with fear. You lack boldness. How many of you are like, man, I, I just, I want to be that bold. Acts 4, 29 says, And now, O Lord, hear their threats and give us, your servants, great boldness in preaching your word. So wherever you're at, at home with your kids, you're at work, you're, you know, whatever sphere of influence that God gives you. Um, Proverbs 28.1 says, the wicked run away when no one is chasing them, but the godly are as bold as a lion. Say, God, you created me for boldness. I'm going to be bold. Maybe you struggle with apathy. You're like, this is, this is great and all, but you know what? It's, I'm just, I, I really would rather Netflix, you know? I really would just rather just sit on the couch all day. And you struggle with apathy. Ecclesiastes 9.10 will be your prescription. Whatever you do, do well. And when you go to the grave, there will be no more work or planning or knowledge or wisdom. And it's that reminder, ladies, that reminder that this is the only life we have. Here. This is our only opportunity to influence, our only opportunity to, to make much of God and his kingdom. And so don't waste it with apathy. And so when I know when my heart is going there, I don't I gotta tell myself, Erica, no, I, I God's kingdom, there's more at stake than me and my comforts. And so get out of your comfort zone and do what God is calling you to do, and it's much greater than anything else than what I would think would be comfortable. You're feeling guilty? 1 Corinthians 6, 11. Maybe you're saying, you know what? My past is filled with junk. I still sin. 
guess what? We're still going to sin. It's going to happen. We're still going to struggle. And we have a past, but let God use it. 1 Corinthians 6, 11 says, Some of you were once like that, but you were cleansed. You were made holy. You were made right with God by calling on the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. That is what you cling to when, you, yes. when the enemy wants to tell you to feel guilty over your past. Yes. You're sick. And I know there are sisters who struggle with chronic illness. Here, cling to Psalm 73. My flesh and my heart may fail, Psalm 73, 6. But God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Forever. Psalm 23, 4 says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You're downhearted and depressed. Psalm 34, 18. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Sisters, Cling to God's promises. There is too much at stake not to. I want to pray for us because I want to hear what God has been doing in your lives. So we're going to close with some worship. And so I just want you to consider what God is, has been teaching you. I want you to think about some of the, the things that you need to take home. Some of the things that you say, man, I, I have learned this and I'm going to take it home and I'm going to apply it. It's not just going to be some some rich food that I don't actually give out and obey now. And so I'm going to pray for us, and then we're going to sing some songs, some final songs. These are going to be our final songs, so you sing with all your might and joy, worship, because we're going to go back home, right? It's reality when we go back home. But who goes with us? And who goes before us? All right, let's, let's stand together. Let's stand as I pray. Ask for God's blessing. Lord God, I thank you, my God, for your goodness to us, Lord, that you would invade our, our space that we created for you this weekend, God. I thank you, Lord, because I know that you specifically worked in my heart, God, just drawing my, my weary spirit, Father, to, to obedience, God, to be served, Lord, to say, man, I, I need to sit with you till I hear you, God. And so I pray, Father, that my sisters would go home with that kind of unction, Lord, to, to demand, God, that you would speak into their lives, God, to demand, God, that you would do what you say that you're going to do for us and your daughters, God. So I pray, God, that even now you'd affirm in your daughters, God, what you have for them, what you want them to cling to and take home, God. I thank you so much, God, and even just as I think about, Lord, just the my sisters who have ministered this weekend, the, the plans that were, were set in place, God, and, and I'm just thankful, Father. And so I, I just pray, Lord, that you would use all of this, God, for, for generations, God, because I know that our obedience hinges on that. Would you impact legacies, Lord, because of us, generations, God? And would you use our yes for your glory, God? 
in the small yeses, in the big yeses, God, would you help us to see all things through your eyes, my Lord, that we would worship you with confidence, God, that we would know that you go before us, my Lord. So I thank you, God, and I pray that you would bless my sisters, that we would hear of, of, of good news, Lord, being spread and, and your work being done by the beautiful feet that are here, God. So I, I lift this up before you, and I pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen.
alone, and I will not be shaken. And that's my prayer for you this weekend. When you leave this place, you will not allow any tactic of the enemy yes. to shake you up. But you will walk in power, in power from the words that were said in this weekend. The power of God that rests upon you, you will go forth in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, you will be those pastors. Maybe even you will be Mordecai telling women. In Jesus' name, Father, we declare that over yes. these women today, Father. They will not be shaken. They will stand on your firm foundation. In Jesus' name, we pray against the tactic of the enemy. Yes.